Hey folks, welcome to the Jason Wright Show, Money Monday. Look, this is the episode dedicated to improving our finances, always in all ways. Part of our overall improvement has to be to be good stewards of our resources, and that's what Mondays are for on the Jason Wright Show. So with that in mind, let's go. So when it comes to financial stewardship, it doesn't always have to be an either or. One of the things that Ramit Sethi always talks about is that just because you want to be a good steward of finances and you want to start becoming wealthy, uh, and just so you know, Ramit is the author of I Will Teach You To Be Rich. Great, great content, great guy, very sage advice. He's real big on saying that Just because you want to start saving money and planning for the future does not mean that you need to live like a pauper. You don't need to give up every single thing, every single luxury that you love. Instead, you should just focus on those things that truly bring you joy and don't waste your money on the things that don't. And I was reading in um, Shane Parrish's new book about this idea of integrative thinking And I thought this would be an incredible application for integrative thinking. Here's what integrative thinking is. It was developed by a a professor. I'm drawing a blank on his name, but he's the former dean of the business school at the University of Toronto, in which he said that we don't need to always look at things from a binary fashion. In other words, we don't have to think that just because we want to get debt-free, save a ton of money, and become wealthy financially, that that means we have to live like a pauper for a certain period of time, that we can no longer enjoy ourselves, we can no longer have nice meals, we can no longer have nice clothes. Instead, we can look at the other options. In other words, instead of this or that, it can be this and this. And this was something that was also brought to my attention here recently by Gary Vaynerchuk whenever he was talking about artificial intelligence. He said so many people were up in arms thinking about it's going to be AI or humans as opposed to AI and humans. In other words, AI can make the human experience better. We can offload some of those menial tasks that basically take up creative time, creative space in the human experience and offload it to AI. This is one of those same instances. So now let's kind of bring all this together. The way that I apply this is I look at those things in my life that really mean something to me. In fact, I was talking to Mrs. Wright this weekend about this concept. I said, you know, we don't drive nice cars and we don't really care about cars. And so that's just not where we're going to spend our money. However, we do have nice clothes. That's one of Mrs. Wright's favorite things. It's one of my favorite things for that matter. Uh, It's kind of surprising. I'm actually wearing a blue sweater right now, but normally mine clothes are pretty simple. I'm kind of like Henry Ford whenever he said about the Model T Ford, you can have it in any color you want as long as you want black. I'm kind of the same way. Mrs. Wright can buy me any color shirt she wants as long as she wants to buy me black. But that black sweater, those black jeans, those black shoes, they're probably going to be pretty nice. That brings me joy. I get a lot of happiness by wearing nice clothes. This is one of the things that Ramit Sethi says as well. I was watching a video of his here recently where he had a sweater on that is worth more 
than his car. He drives an old school Honda Accord. In fact, it's the same Honda that I think he bought either right out of college or while he was in college. Now, we're talking about a worldwide best-selling author. I can't even imagine what it would cost to have Ramit come speak to your company, but yet he drives an old school Honda Accord. Why? Cars just don't mean anything to him. However, his sweater that he was wearing in this video, $9,600. Now, I don't have a $9,600 sweater, and I really can't fathom spending that kind of money on it, but I do have some items that shall remain unmentioned on this podcast that most likely you would think that is absurd. For instance, again, I'm not going to get into details, but I have some sneakers that I wear that are ridiculously expensive, but they don't break me. I'm able to have that luxury as well as continue to save for my retirement and be a good steward of my resources. And that is the concept. That's the idea. When we're talking about building wealth and being a good steward, it doesn't always mean that we have to just completely abrogate all luxuries from our life. Here's another area that I have used this to help people with. So if you listen to the podcast at all, you know that I stopped drinking about five years ago. I have not had one drop of alcohol in about five years, and that was a tough decision to make. But what I finally realized was that drinking just didn't mean a lot to me. That is my personal experience. But for some of you, I know you would like to stop drinking. Well, what if you did this? What if you stopped drinking as much alcohol and you chose only those times where it really meant something to you to have a drink? Here's a great example. Mrs. Wright and I, we took a European vacation this year and we were at an incredibly nice dinner. Well, we were at a lot of nice dinners because we were in the south of France. And if you know anything about France, most dinners are served with wine. Wine is huge in France. Well, we weren't drinking wine. Now, that was pretty easy for me to say no, although I must admit, just for the total experience, we were at a chef's table experience, and I was like, I wouldn't, this would be a place where I would like to have a glass of wine, not because I craved the wine, but I wanted to get the most of the experience. I didn't do it, but if you are someone who you think to yourself, I really want to drink less, I don't want to be a drinker, but I don't want to give it up completely, then prioritize those times when you do drink. Let's say that you go to some random bar with some buddies to watch a game one night, and you're not drinking, and they start saying, what, you're not drinking? Why? What's the deal? Here's one of the best ways to do So you know what? I have a rule now that I only drink at times it means the most to me. And just being here, hanging out with you guys, and, and drinking a Topo Chico, that's good enough for me here. But if you want to go to South of France with me and a nice dinner, or if we go to a nice dinner at Eddie V's later, then maybe I'll have a cocktail and a glass of wine. You see, you prioritize those moments for when it really matters. It's the same thing with spending. Go through your budget and find out those luxuries that truly make life sweet. And don't give those up if you can afford to keep them as part of your life. If you want to have an incredible dinner, just really blow it out, then do that. Again, that's one of the things that Jimlin and I love to do. When we travel, we travel well. We eat at our favorite restaurants. We don't skip dessert. We have great coffee. We we stay in nice hotels. But guess what? On the other side of things, when we're not traveling, we live in a modest home. We drive. I My car that I drive, I just bought this year a 24-year-old Lexus LX470, the old Land Cruiser. It's, it's really cool, too, by the way. I love it. It means something to me. But 
it's nothing that anybody's going to turn and go, oh, wow, check out that old 24-year-old Lexus LX470. It's, it's not a head-turner, but it's what I want. I could care less about cars. They mean nothing to me. Our other car is a Chevy Tahoe that's about five years old with over 100,000 miles on it. It doesn't mean anything to us. So instead of spending money on a new car that society says, hey, you should drive a new car, this, it's, a, it's a status symbol or whatever, doesn't mean anything to us. So the money that we're not spending on those cars, we reallocate that to spend on travel, nice restaurants when we do travel, and things like that, and still have money left over to save for retirement. So my encouragement today on this Money Monday is when you're going through your budget and you're trying to figure out ways to to save, to live a good life, to be a good steward, Don't completely neglect every single luxury life has to offer. We only get to do this once. And I can tell you right now, I do not regret one bit these amazing dinners, these amazing trips that I have had with my wife, that that those are priceless. And guess what? I had the money to do them. I prioritized the money to do those things by not spending money on the frivolous, just kind of mediocre stuff, which let's talk about that one real quick before I let you go. Don't settle for mediocre. Instead, wait for ultra premium. You know, Hermes said that luxury are things that can be repaired. Buy things that are worth getting repaired. If you're buying something, whether it's clothing, whether it's a piece of furniture or something like that, if you think to yourself, when I'm tired of this or if it got damaged, I would just throw it out, then it's probably not the most premium thing you could buy in that category. Instead, don't let mediocre rule the day. Instead, put aside 15 mediocres to then get that one absolute premium luxury item that's worth repair. It's, 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 it, one, it kind of lends to a, a middle ground between minimalist and not minimalist. You know, I'm a big proponent of minimalism, although I am by, and by no means can I classify myself a minimalist, which is pretty much a relative term. But I I like to have some variety, but I also, as I've gotten older, which I used to be the type of person that I wanted a lot of stuff. I mean, I would find something I like and I'd want to buy it in every color. And so therefore I would have to find as close as I could to the thing I really wanted in that color and then buy a whole bunch of it. So really what I had was this pile of mediocre stuff. They would pile up. I would never wear 80-20 principle would take hold. I'd wear 20% of the things, 80% of the time. It was a waste. Now as I'm getting older, I try to pass on the mediocre and then get that premium. I give my wife a lot of credit for this. Jimlin is someone who is not a materialistic person. She has a lot of nice things, but they're very thoughtful things. When you're buying these things to make it an event. Look, you know, Jimlin and I, when we do travel, we've come up with this idea that instead of getting a bunch of clothes before we go on a trip, Let's shop on the trip for a few really specific items. This has been a lot of fun for us because like for me, I don't buy a lot of like dress clothes, but whenever we've been in Europe a couple of times, I bought like some blazers. And so not only did I buy a blazer that was specifically purchased on that trip for an occasion that was on the trip, but now back here, you know, in just everyday life, when I wear it, I have the memory of us on that trip purchasing the item. And so it was very thoughtful. And so all I want you to remember is, and this is something that, take this advice for what it's worth. I do think that 
you know, Dave Ramsey and Ramit Sathi kind of, I think they have contrasting views sometimes. I think a lot of people try to pit Dave Ramsey versus Ramit Sathi. But um, I think really there's there's no one or the other. I respect both of these gentlemen immensely. I mean, they both built incredible empires. They both have a lot of great advice. But ultimately, you got to pick and choose from these financial experts. Me, them, I'm not a financial expert, but the guys like me, on Money Monday are these really successful experts and decide what works for you. But I would encourage you, as you look at these things, don't always just make yourself a miser and you have to live like a pauper and eat crappy food and never have anything nice until one day when you wake up and you got this pile of money, but life's passed you by and you never really enjoyed the the journey along the way of having some of these things that you could have had a lot of joy from. So that's what I wanted to bring you today. Integrative thinking, always take the time to take stock of all of your options available. And if you don't have the options right in front of you, figure out ways to rearrange things so that you can have the option to have nice things, save and be a good steward of finances, and live a robust and joyful life. I'm Jason, and I'm out. Well, that does it for this episode of The Jason Wright Show. Thank you so much for listening. This has been a Texas Titan Media production. Fourth Wall did the music. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Please consider going out to jasonwrightnow.com and signing up for the Vitruvian Letter. Also, please go out to iTunes. It takes like 30 seconds to just leave us a five-star rating. It does wonders for the podcast. I would be so grateful. And with that, until we meet again, go crush it and endeavor to improve always in all ways. I'm out.